Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Good morning. Well, it's morning for us. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. Um, we have a great guest today. Let's get going. How about you let us say who we are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're a little rusty. We haven't done this in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Jerry Robin. <laughs> Jerry's the spokesperson today. Yeah. So we have a great guest today, somebody that I've known for a really long time, and she has come on to talk about a topic that um, really interests obviously us so we would never on but everybody um, and it is something that comes through our work a lot something that we've talked about a lot um, so let me introduce we have Janine Souza on Janine is an intuitive was also my massage therapist for many years oh, cool. that's I met Janine um, and uh, Janine does a lot of different things um, but energy clearing is she's awesome at so Janine say hello <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> so I think welcome. That, yeah, welcome we're, we're really um, excited to have you here. And I know when we're talking about um, energy clearing, we've talked about um, like personal energy clearing, right? We've talked about that a lot, especially with an intuitive work. Um, we haven't talked as much about property energy clearing, um, and that we want to talk about too. So, can you? Um, Give us, give, just give us a quick history of your um, background, because we were just talking about it before we hopped on, um, and Janine has an interesting background on how she got into this. Well, we're going back 35, 40 years, maybe, um, and I was a practicing CPA, and I had started reading different things in the metaphysical, and I was very interested in, there was, this was not mainstream. There were not very many places oh God, you could yeah. go to get books, you could not. Um, and I took my first Reiki class and I thought, oh man, this is amazing. I have to interrupt for a second because yeah. I find it, I know, see, I we told you we were just going to be interrupting right and left. I just find it so fascinating that so many people come into these energetic modalities from like the absolute opposite of it. it, it do you know what I mean? And I know that I my, myself find that when you, you know, you're using your left brain all the time, all the time, all the time. And then all of a sudden your right brain needs to be kicked in or something like that. So was there something specifically, Janine, that made you say, huh? Well, I knew in my present situation that I would be dead in three years. If uh, I kept working as a CPA, yeah, yeah. I knew I would be dead in three years and I wasn't ready to give it up. Mm -hmm. So that's when I took the Reiki class and that the light bulb went on. And I thought, I have to get this to people. And again, you're going back, you know, oh, over yeah. 35 years. Yeah. It was not mainstream. No. Right. I, how can I get this to people? Oh, I'll go to massage school. <laughs> ah, there you go. 
I had never had a massage. I didn't, you know, really know it that much about it. But it must have made you a great massage therapist. Yes, she is. Yeah. Yes. Well, luckily I was, I was at a Reiki share one time and it was a massage therapist there. And I told her I was going to massage school and she said, have you ever, you know, gotten a massage? And I said, no, (laughs) you ever given a massage? No. (laughs) How do you know you're going to like this? So, so I scheduled an appointment with her. And when I was done with the session, she said, all right, instead of paying me, I want you to give me a massage. Oh, and I said, but I don't know how just do what I did. And it was the giving of the massage was just not even knowing what I was doing was amazing. That is so cool. Oh my Fortunately, God. I love doing massage as much as I loved all the energy stuff. Very That's cool. great. And you know what? I know a lot of people do that because, because wasn't it something like you can't, or Reiki is not a accepted, not accepted. That's not that as from a business standpoint, yeah. you can't hang a shingle out that says Reiki master or something. So many Reiki masters start off with massage. Is that kind of, have you guys heard well, of that? At the time it was not accepted as yeah, at all, other than, other than witchcraft. I mean, it, it was in the art right. home. It was not yeah. accepted. I, I was accused by relatives of mm. doing the devil's work. Oh God. I mean, you know, and I, I, it was like, you know me, can you <laughs> yeah. honestly say you think I'm doing the devil's work? <laughs> um, so it was tough. It was tough to, to get situated. And even as I went through it, I really loved doing massage, but I was also very good at it. So it was really tough to bring the energy part of it into it as a, I tried to get it as a separate entity so I could give up doing massage because I was getting old and I, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, Quick question, did you just leave CPA? Did you just say, I'm out of here? Or were you doing this at the same time? No, I left. Because, yes, because by this time I was, I don't know, I must have been close to 40. And I thought, I'm not going to school, working. I'm just, I'm I'm either going to make it in this massage stuff or I'm not. So I I quit work and went to school full time for that. Okay. And then I, I know we're not here to talk about your massage work, but I'm curious. Do you think that it was actually your intuitive ability of knowing where people needed their your massages to be focused that made that you made the good? massages? Yes. Good? Okay. Uh, yes, I definitely yeah. do. But then that left brain, right brain thing, mm-hmm. I thought I would get a message, do this, do that. And I'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I fought it and fought it and fought it and fought it. Like a message, yeah, like a message like, yeah. ooh, their left ankle or whatever. Pull, yeah, pull yeah, their yeah, little yeah. pinky toe. Really? <laughs> so, Interesting. So I fought it for a long time yeah. um, until but, I got enough repeated, oh my God, when you did that thing, I just felt this release. Oh, how great. Yeah, so so cool. again, I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. so I did, and it's only been the last maybe seven or eight years that I've thought, I'm done, you know, fighting it. I'm just going to do whatever. That's awesome. Um, and it, and, and it opens me up to, to do more. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Cause I've had many massages over the years with Janine and you can, when you say that somebody says that it releases something, even if you don't think you're energetically sensitive, you can feel the release. You can feel physically the difference. It's unbelievable. I mean, so what happens with energy is, I mean, there's energy, everything is energy, everything. It's just vibrating at a different rate to make it a desk or a chair or a person. 
So every single thing that happens has an energetic component. So if you have trauma, there's an emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and energetic component. Mm -hmm. You can work on all the other things. If you don't release the energetic part of it, it's not going to go away completely. Yes. Oh it stays God, in that. your energetic system as almost like a Jersey barrier. And when you yeah. least expect it, you're coming along, you hit that Jersey barrier, you bang a right, and you're back where you were 20 years ago. Right. Does everybody know what a Jersey barrier is? I'm from Jersey. <laughs> I know what a Jersey barrier yeah, is. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we all know what a Jersey barrier Anybody is. Anybody in the Northeast knows what a Jersey <laughs> yeah. barrier is. That's funny. Um, so, so how did so, you, so then, so we're, now we're in Reiki. How do you get- oh, So we're in Reiki. So, yeah. so I, I also am a, not a workshop junk workshop junkie but I really like to learn things yeah, so yeah. I took workshop after workshop after workshop and they were all energetic components um back when they were not I mean IET I took that I don't know how many years ago you know things that are now seeming to be more much yes. more mainstream yeah um some of them I liked some of them I didn't like I would incorporate everything um I love the way you said that practice. I love the way you said that because I think we've kind of gotten to that point too we've all done the big certification program, et cetera. But then now I think we're kind of like, other than Kathy, you've got a very specific, uh, you know, thing with the- uh, Yeah, but I still oh, love, I love to dabble. I, I yeah, do. yeah. Because it's dabble like filling your toolbox. Right. It's like, ooh, I love that piece of that. Or, ooh, I love the way he or she just explained that. Or mm -hmm. I love the way they went about that. I'm going to put that in my toolbox. Um, right. and, and it's such a cool thing to build your ability. And many of the things that I took classes on thinking I was going to incorporate it into my practice, it was really because I needed the healing yes. that I received in the workshop. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's huge. So, That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It is huge. Okay. And so I personally, yeah. I personally respond much better to the energetic aspect of healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do we get from Reiki to, it's just, you keep expanding. Yeah, I keep expanding and expanding and expanding. And at one point, I was doing Akashic Record readings. And I can, I can see energy. I can see people's auras and all. So I'm doing an Akashic Record reading. And I say, there's, there's something in your mental body. I don't know what it is, but, but it doesn't belong there. I'm going to get rid of it. Well, it was an energy block. I didn't know it at the time, but it was an energy block. I got rid of it. That woman... From that day on, she, she had anxiety every day. She had, she had a really traumatic birth experience. Um, from that day on, it was gone and it has never come back. So you said mental body. And I know before you said like yeah. mental, physical, energetic. So you can actually tell where it is. Most is of the time, mental yes. body or your mental energetic body. Yeah. body. yeah. So okay. if it's in the mental body, it affects your thought process first. Yeah. 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 If it's in the emotional, it, it, you experience feelings first. It still goes through all the other bodies, but your primarily way of tapping into what's going on yeah. is like, so, so if you're going to heal on the energetic level, there are always people that are going to help you heal. And one modality isn't any better than the other. Mm -hmm. It's what you resonate with. Yes. I love um, that. But if you're going to work on it yourself, if you get a thought about something that you think I dealt with that 57 years ago. <laughs> that thought is telling you no you didn't you still have an energetic right. component left right yeah or you you dealt with it but not completely not completely yes right yeah right yeah 
Okay, so I have a question about that. We, I've been talking with a good friend about, and I don't know if this is kind of taking us off the path or not, but let me just pick your brain for a second. So it's kind of like what you just said, if that, if that thought comes up. So, um, you know, like I was talking with a friend and, and it's like, you all of a sudden get, have these emotions or these thoughts or these whatever about something that you thought you dealt with or something way and so I've had people tell me, oh, that means that now it's here, it's up at the surface, now it's time for you to poke at it a little bit and release it. Does that? Well, my experience is it's the energetic component of what you've already done. Okay. You know, if you've had talk therapy, if you've done like Reiki so you've or any done other all these other thing. stuff and now there's this last- Right, now there's this still this to. little energetic nugget. Got is, And that's ready to be released. Got it. Okay. And that's when you release, that's what you're calling, you're clearing it. Yes. You're clearing it. Okay. Yeah. And how do you do that? There's multiple ways to do it. Okay. I have a couple of different ways I do it. I, I have, I, some of them I work in the Akashic Records. I access past lives um, and I identify what the blocks are and then release them. Okay. But a less formal way is I just do a basic energetic clearing okay. and I go into the person's energy system I look at their aura, I look at their chakra system, I look at their mental and, and, and emotional bodies. Yeah. And there can, be, there can be knots, psychic knots. We tie psychic knots to experiences mm -hmm. that we have or to people that we have. Um, similar to a cord, but different in the sense that we are the ones that are creating it. And it doesn't necessarily involve any other person. Um, there can be parts of your soul facet that aren't functioning properly in your eighth and ninth chakra that need, just need to be reactivated. Um, there can be tears and, and dents in your, your auric bubble yeah. that need to be repaired. Your grounding cord can be tattered. Um, all of that is, is the energetic, the basic energetic clearing that I do. And you guys, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm monopolizing this conversation, but I'm like very interested in this. So is, is, are, are your clients in front of you or are you doing it Zoom? Or I know like when Ginger does Akashic Records, she gets the information, she goes into the record, she does it right. all herself, and then she goes back with the client. That's what Janine right. also and that's, does. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to say okay. it's soul realignment. Soul I did realignment. my first yeah. soul realignment with Janine oh, before okay. I learned how to yeah. do it. Yeah. So that's soul realignment, and that's a specific protocol that you follow to identify the... And then the intuitive part of it comes in when you you tell the story about how it got there. Yeah. You know, you, you go into the past lives. This is what happened. And this is how it affects you today. So um, you are doing it not with the client in front of you at first. No. Okay. No. And I generally do all my stuff over the phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I did you do all your stuff over the phone generally before the pandemic? Or is that as a result of the pandemic? No, I had closed my massage aspect of my business. So I shut down the, okay. the, um, cause I couldn't transition. I tried to transition it to the energy stuff, but it wasn't enough to pay the rent on the building. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah. I closed that down. And, and from that point on, I, I've done everything via oh, telephone. Okay. Occasionally I'll do an in-person one. If there's, if there's somebody that I know that yeah. wants to come to my apartment, but most of them are done um, over the phone. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause most of ours are all done over the phone too. And I find Maybe it's just because of practice. That's the way I've done it and done it and done it and done it and done it. I'm stronger over the phone than I am with somebody sitting in front of me. Right. I am too. Yeah. And I think that the person isn't getting distracted by, 
because especially when I'm doing the energetic clearing, I'm actually in your energy system and I'm like, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. if you're in front of me and I'm doing that, you're thinking, oh man, she is. Just so the people that are listening to this. Yeah, just so the people that are listening to this know, Janine was just waving her arms all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I'm clearing it. I'm getting rid of it. I'm I'm throwing the blocks away. I'm doing all that stuff. Yeah. That is actually much better if it's not done in person because they're not distracted by my, the physicality of what I'm doing. And then you're not distracted, like, because sometimes when I'm doing a reading, especially yeah. if it's like a psychic, intuitive, like coaching reading or something, I, you, you can pick up so much on somebody looking at them. Yeah. Like what the clothes they're wearing or the glasses they have on or, or, or something like that. And that can be a distraction. Um, yes. Yeah. Sometime for me. And then also the, the, like, oh my God, what are they thinking? That doesn't enter it into it when you're on the phone. It, that's true. Right. Yeah. That's true. So it's. It's, so what, yeah. I'm sorry, Ginger, you look like- No, I was just going to say, um, that I, I, I really think it's a gift that, that, I mean, we all have gifts, right? But, but for you, Janine, because you said you see auras. Now, that's not something that most people, even intuitive, you know, people that are practicing intuitive work see. So when did you, was that during Reiki that you recognized? Like, how did you recognize, oh, I'm seeing- well, well, I don't actually see auras and colors and that kind of stuff, but okay. I see the actual energy. Okay. So, so I can, like, I if I'm looking at you and I can see, oh, there's something right there. Okay. That, you know, lower left-hand corner on the outside of your ankle kind okay. of thing. So I can see that type of thing. Okay. Um, but I've, I've always been able to read energy from as, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Like you'd, you'd go into a place and it'd be like, oh, dude, I'm not staying here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Janine, yeah. do you have a shamanic background by any chance? No. No. Okay. I actually tried that and I, the, the drums gave me such anxiety. I couldn't. Oh, okay. Cause it's yeah. just interesting in a shamanic uh, session, it's the same thing. We're kind of looking at the lumen. We call it the luminous energy field, but looking yeah. for pieces like that. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the, the outside clearing, like the, the space? Property? Yeah. Yes. So you do that too. And I don't know that people even know that that exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how did that come into the picture? Well, that's actually part of the soul realignment program. Oh, the, okay. the pro- everything has a place in the, the Akashic records and property is not any different. So there can be, there can be portals open. There can be um, earthbound spirits that are there. There can be I'm finding now that there's also psychic knots in property that the people that were there before often have created. So, so do you have to do an Akashic record to pick that up? I go into the Akashic records of the property. Yes. And so how does that instigate? Like if somebody comes in again, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm totally manipulating or (laughs) not manipulating, glomming on this whole thing because it's fascinating to me. Um, uh, Does somebody come to you and say, hey, I think there's something wrong with my house. I mean, how does that... You did. did. Okay. What did you do? Obviously, so because I know Janine, but here's what happened to me. I had my, we lived in our house for, I don't know, almost 20 years. And when I bought that house, it was like the hot property, like one of those houses where you get to the open house and there's like cars and, you know, whatever. And so we ended up through a funny way, we we ended up getting the house. And so, you know, um, fast forward, whatever it was, 18, 19 years. I thought this house will go in a blink because it was laid out really well and, you know, blah, blah. Uh, And we had kept it up. So um, it goes on the market. 
and everybody keeps saying like I had I had a my house then an attached family room it was a colonial family room then a two-car garage with a whole suite over the you know whole open room over the garage which I thought was the best uh, you know whatever and so everybody that was coming in kept saying to my realtor I don't know what that space is. I don't like, what would I use that space for? And I'm like, are you kidding me? If you had, you know, if you were a young family and you had relatives, you know, your parents are in Florida, they come, you know, office, have a detached a, office kind yeah. of area or something. Nobody could see what that space was. And so it went on for, I don't know, three weeks or so. I thought the house would go in like a day. Maybe it was even longer than that. So I called Janine and I said, there's, there's something, something funky here. Um, so she came over because we live close by. And um, she goes, you know, through the whole house. Then we step into that space that I mentioned where my garage is under and the family room is over, the suite. And she said, this energy is not attached to the house. And all of a sudden, this light bulb went on. Years earlier, I had worked with an intuitive and she separated the space for me because I was having trouble like um, working and then my home life. She said, I'm going to separate the space. So when you're over there, you'll be, it'll be conducive to working, but it w- you won't bring the energy of the work into the house. So she, had, and it was like nine years earlier or something, completely forgot wow. about it. But Janine picked up on it and she cleared the energy there. And like two or three days later, a couple came in and bought the house. They, it was that, that is. Awesome. <laughs> but I didn't feel it. I mean, maybe I yeah. was so used to it. I just couldn't believe people couldn't see. Like, what a great space. And I think they use it as an art studio now. I love this conversation because I don't think there's people out there that would even, even people that are energetic people like us would, would many probably wouldn't think of your space right. as having right. crap in it or disconnected or well you might sage or you spray sage yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but this was this was not sageable yeah. <laughs> my my space it had to so, be clear Janine when you go yeah. about that how do you again you're just you're you did you physically go over there I did physically go yeah. over there uh, but I, I think I did the energetic part of doing it I think I did that at home yeah, there was stuff going on in the basement too, wasn't there? If I remember yes, correctly? yes, and it was. I had so much. We we've talked about this before. So much stuff in my basement. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I did the clearing at home. Okay. But, and I don't normally tour the property, but it was only because it was ginger that I went in. And, and again, you're doing it by yourself at home, and you're flailing your arms around, and you're mushing things. Well, out no, not with the property. I, with the property, I don't flail my arms. Okay, around. so what do you do with the property? <laughs> Just when I'm doing the energetic clearing. Um, <laughs> I, there's a, there's a, when I'm in the Akashic records, I do a, a physical clearing Got of it. the blocks and restrictions and things that I find. That is so cool. So does it, so do you get, you, obviously you get people, do you get people that come to you that say, oh my God, like Janine, something's going on with my, my space or like how many, much of it is that, or how much of it is you're in the Akashic records and say, Hey, BTW, there's something going on with your space. No, I don't do that. You don't do that? I would, that? Well, if I was in somebody's Akashic records, I wouldn't be in their properties records. I would be in their records. Got it. Okay. Right. And it's not up to me to say that there's something wrong with somebody's space or something going on. Um, okay. Occasionally, something will come in through a reading and it's like, there's something going on in your living room. And they say, yeah, I can't be in that room. I don't know why. Mm. Um, but that's very rare. And it's only if it's affecting the person that I'm working with directly. Got it. And then you have, and then that's a pretty highly intuitive person who, who 
can pick up that like, oh, yes, I can't be in my living room. I don't know why. Like that's right. You know, most of um, us just go through life like I hate that. Right. our living room right. is our living room, and, yeah. and maybe I don't like the way it's decorated or something like that. But or right. somebody just saying like, like, oh God, I hate my living room but not taking it to the next why do i hate my living room why am i feeling so right because well they don't they're not aware of the energetic exactly. component yeah right yeah it's so cool it is wild yeah um so what do you do you how much <laughs> how much of your like you're still doing akashic records for people right through the soul realignment yeah right and so that's considered the clear that's considered clearing that's considered clearing. Okay. It's just a different way of com coming at it. Yeah. Right. So that's, is that all you do? No. Meaning, I, I guess I'm having trouble. Give me the down. services that are on your website. Okay. So everything that I do has to do with energy. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have the soul realignment portion of it, Got which it. is dealing with specific blocks and restrictions within yes. a person. But you can also do a relationship. You can do a general relationship, how you are within your relationships. Yes. Um, and you can also, I mean, you do the original, the initial soul realignment, but you can also do follow-up realignments. So, if, yes. you know, you have a soul realignment three years after, oh, something's going on again. I don't know what it is. Well, other blocks have surfaced yes. to be released. Yeah. Um, I also do what's called a manifesting blueprint. So when we come into the physical body, we have to figure out, our soul has to figure out how to, how to make that physical body the first time. So what happens when you make that physical body the first time is a blueprint is created. And that's how you're designed to create everything while you're in the physical body. So I can go in, it's actually the seventh dimensional aspect of your Akashic record to determine how you are designed to create. And then I can look at how you are actually doing it. So then you can make adjustments. You know, some people are, you know, there are things you test. Some people are process outcome. So if your outcome, then a vision board works great for you. But if you process, it's how you get there. The vision board doesn't mm -hmm. do anything. So, it, so it's that type of thing where there's two, two ends of the spectrum, how you're designed to do it. And then most people yeah. are not doing it as they're designed in at least a couple of areas. Um, and that's what's preventing them. Interesting. I yeah. love that. So not only can you get, you can, you can help people release certain things. You can help point them in the right direction. Right. And um, that's cool. That is right. really super cool. Right. And then we already talked about the energy clearing and balancing where I do the auric and the, the chakras and I wave my arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually probably the most common one that I do. The, the soul realignment and the energy clearing are probably the two most common ones. And is that, is there a name for that modality or is there a way that you were trained in that or the energy clearing and balancing? Yeah. That's actually taking everything that I've learned over the, over the years and, and putting it into. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know, as so, I said, when I, I was just doing Akashic record readings and I started with the, Oh, there's something there. Let me get that out of there. So, so, this, so it just kind of morphed over time. If someone came to you, I don't know, say me, and <laughs> was like, I'm just curious about this. Would I have to pick a specific service from you? Or could I just go in and say, what do I need? 
what do I need? Yeah, like, well, first of all, you wouldn't come in. You would call me out. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I meant, actually, um, I meant coming right. in. Your name's like, please don't come to my house. <laughs> yeah, no, if somebody is unsure of what it is that they need, we yeah. can have a conversation. Okay. You know, and then decide what would be the best, how they would be best served. Okay, cool. Uh, so now, typically, if it's like a long-term thing, I typically would recommend the soul realignment because they're dealing with things all on and on and on. If there's something going on in your life where you're just in the middle of chaos and you just can't get yourself back on track, then the chakra clearing and balancing, the energy clearing and balancing would be appropriate. Okay. That's now, what, more if, of like, what if somebody's just like, um, like I'm in a good place, I like to do my work. I'm not having anything real specific right here. But I, I, you know, can I come to you? Not come yeah, to like you, I'm just fascinated you. by it. Right. Yes, can sure. you know because to, for you to see like, hey, let me know what's coming up. Do, do you know what I mean? As opposed to right, I right. And in that case, issue. in that case, people are usually very surprised that things were there that they didn't even realize was were yes. there. Yeah. And, oh my God, you're hitting it right on the nose. Yeah, um, yeah. They're usually very surprised. Cause that's kind of like where I, you know, I do the work, I read the books, I have the conversations, I go to my Reiki master, I blah, 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 like all that stuff. And so I know that I'm not all good. You know what I mean? Like we never are, right. you know what I mean? Like, you know, woohoo, I'm like, all, you know, I know that, but sometimes I'm not aware of and I like to continue to do the work. So sometimes I'm not aware of like, what's, you know, is there something there? So when I do, maybe that's weird that I'm the one that almost like looks for stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, looks. No, for that's shit. not weird. Um, I have a client that- Because it's like we, nothing specifically coming up. What do right. I need to work on next? But I have a client that comes every four, that calls every four to six weeks oh, and has right. an energy clearing and balancing just oh, to stay awesome. on track. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Staying just on track. to stay on track. And occasionally something will surface and I'm thinking there's something going on here in the heart chakra. And she'll say, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that. Uh, but she does, she does every four to six weeks has an energy clearing just to stay on track. Just to stay on track. I like the way you, you yeah. said it right there, just to stay on track. Um, sometimes I'll have clients that will come just for a, a coaching session and okay, what's going on? They're like, nothing. I just need to, I just want to, maintenance right kind maintenance, of yeah you know um i love that that is really super cool yeah. super cool and the other thing about energy is the energy that's going on in the world right affects us individually as well yeah. you know what's going on because we're all connected right. so a lot of people will say oh my god i don't know what's happening but it's because of what's happening out there right um, yes. so it's it's really difficult to separate from that, yeah. mm -hmm. um, but, but you have to do, to maintain your sanity. You have mm -hmm. to monitor the news you're watching, how you're watching it, um, the conversations you're having yeah. with people, uh, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think, we've talked about this a little bit before, um, stress and stuff. I don't think people realize, um, you know, we've, we all were going through life, going through life, and then all of a sudden, two years ago, all this, stuff started happening two or three years ago. And so um, I don't think people realize just how much 
of an effect that that has or had or is having on everybody. I don't, I don't think they even realize. I think people like us do um, just because we're very sensitive to it. Um, yeah. But I don't think people realize just how much that has affected. A physical, you know. Oh, yeah. mental, just like you said, emotional, mental, yeah. physical, energetic, whatever, yeah. all, all the, the parts in, in pieces. Um, yeah, I love that idea of just staying on track. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Call Janine and say, "Hey, uh, could you clear me?" Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I need a, I need a washing. Yeah. <laughs> so when you are clearing somebody, Janine, let's say chakra clearing on uh, yeah. an energy balance. If you find an issue, let's say in the heart chakra, do you say? I mean, you tell obviously that you find it. Oh yes, and and I don't always know what it is. That's what I was just going to say. Do you yeah. don't need to know what it is? I don't need to know. Yeah. Um, okay. And I'll say, you know that. And sometimes, well, I, I always see colors in the chakras, but a lot of times there'll be another color in the chakra. And it can be sometimes it's like beneficial. a color that's not supposed to be the, a different color. Well, that we chakra. think is not supposed to be there, but if like brown is a grounding earth and so if you're brown in your root chakra, not necessarily a bad thing because right. it's helping you, you need that extra support to ground. You can have black in any of your others. It can be fear and panic, but it can also be support strength and do you when you're seeing that and you say okay you see black or whatever yeah do you energetically know do you intuitively know you know what it is so you're not like you know hey yeah. there's black there could mean this could mean this <laughs> right right okay. and i and i and sometimes i do say well sometimes it's this and sometimes it's that but in this case it doesn't it feel like it's, like it's okay. yeah it's not a positive thing so i'm getting rid of it you know, and one of the things I love about this whole thing is it feels very um, fluid yeah. in that um, you're taken where you need to be taken. You're shown what you need to be shown. Um, and it's, it's, it doesn't sound like every session with somebody is the same, you know, and the right. format is it's, that's what I, I love that you're that conduit to whatever needs to happen. Right. And I don't need the story. Exactly. I don't, I don't need to know anything. I don't need to know. And that gives people comfort too, because sometimes what's going on is a very difficult thing to talk about. Exactly. Um, so I don't need to know. I, I, and I, my, my line that I go to, this is what's going on. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yes. All right, then. It doesn't yeah. have to make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. We do the same thing all the time. Does that make sense to you? I don't need to know. I don't need to know. In fact, it right. was funny because, and I always say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Does it yes. make sense to you? Exactly. <laughs> and right. I always start my sessions saying, just don't tell me too much. And if I cut you off because less is more, I don't want to know too right. much because now is it coming from what you told me or is it coming from, you know, we, we do readings. Mm -hmm. I always say to my clients, if I'm doing an animal reading, especially, well, a dog reading, don't tell me the breed of the dog because I know a lot about dog breeds, you know? So if somebody says, oh, I have a 13 year old German shepherd. Well, I know a lot about a 13 year old German shepherd. And so is that coming from me or is that coming from, right. So I actually find it more, uh, clearer or whatever easier if I don't know anything about it right and then it also takes responsibility off sort of I feel like like yeah you know like I don't have to tie a bow around this I'm just giving you here's here's what I see here's what 
Um, right. I love it. I love it. Well, I've done a lot of readings with Janine too over the years for other things. Um, and I have multiple times probably said, she would say, you know, what kind of a reading or what do you need? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm a little bit of a hot mess. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And then I, yeah. and, and whatever is supposed to yeah. come through comes through. And I trust because I've worked with her for right. a long time. Yeah. And you've actually seen the morphing of, of how I do things. I mean, yeah. the, the progression of how things have, have happened. Yeah. So tell me, how do you take care of yourself after a reading? Um, great question. Well, I, I usually fill a golden sun with, mm -hmm. with creator substance. And if I am short on energy that day or whatever, mm -hmm. and then I just wash, wash myself completely with it. Great. And, and do you do something me. prior? I always center mm -hmm. and I do a little bit of meditation. And then I always turn down the first, the lower three chakras, the root sacral, and I always turn them down. Okay. Because then that like takes the ego out of it. My oh, ego. Oh, I love that. And then they automatically turn back on. Oh I never, my God. I never rev them back up again. And they, they always come back. I love this that. Is why, yeah. This is why I love doing this podcast. Yeah. Again, we forget that this is for somebody else. This was for me because I needed to hear that. When <laughs> I do a reading, I always do a, I, I always say a prayer before I do a reading. Yeah, I, one I of the well. parts of my prayer are, Please allow me to release any attachment to outcome or ego. Me too. Okay. Yeah. But I love what you just said. You can turn them down. Yeah. About you just turn them down. Like you take oh, the dial and turn them down. God. It's amazing. That is awesome yeah. because it, it takes it to the next level. It does. About me just asking, please let me to. But, but if I, oh my God, that is brilliant. And until I, I started doing that, well, you remember, Ginger, it was like, I, every single reading before the reading was like, I, I don't think I can do this. Mm. Well, I've been doing it for 20 years. I probably can. But <laughs> yeah. Every single reading. Once I started turning down the chakras, then that doesn't enter into it. So I'm you're just envisioning. I just envision like, yep. Yeah, I turn, like I envision the chakra and then it just goes. <sighs> doesn't shut down, but it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it closes up and. And then yeah. you don't afterwards, like, okay, let me pay, let me open up. They just automatically. No, it just back. automatically. When you're, on, when you're out yeah. of the session. As soon as I stand up out of that chair, everything goes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Cause then I need them. I need, you know, yeah. during the so reading, huge. they, they have no place. Um, that is so huge. And it, it does make a huge difference in my perception of my doing the reading. Yeah. It's not cause it's not my ego doing it, but it was my ego that always thought, oh, I don't think I can do this. Right. 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 You know, so. Oh my God, that right yeah, there. Yeah. That I know. Really that was cool. awesome. I'm writing it down on a sticky note, literally. <laughs> there you go. In front of where I do my readings. Oh my God, that's great. So would you have any suggestions for anybody who's listening? Um, I, I think the chakra clearing, everybody should be doing or should yes, do. I do too. Um, what can they do? Let's say if they were coming to you, but in between. Is there some um, sort of exercise or setting an intention to clean or clear themselves? I think the easiest thing there to do is the breath. So, you know, you're breathing in love or peace or joy, whatever it is you want. You pause and then you breathe out anything that doesn't serve you. Okay. But the other thing that I, and I still do it to this day, I learned this years ago, um, and I usually do it in the shower, is I call in Archangel Michael. Yep. 
to remove any cords, to remove any um, anything that doesn't belong there. Just get rid of it. Yep. Um, and also breathing up from Mother Earth, that grounding Earth energy, yes. breathing down from Father Sky. So you're getting the balance because we are a balance of divine feminine and divine masculine. Right. So you you breathe up through your feet, you breathe down through through the the crown. I just get that balance one reading that I did with you many years ago and I was really struggling and um, I had a lot of cords and you cut the cords and I left your office physically feeling lighter. Like I, I can't, I can't describe it. I, I must've come in feeling like this, but not noticing because I was like this and then I'm, I'm bringing my body in tight for those yeah. that can't see. Um, and then I didn't even know. Uh, until right. you cut the cords, how much of a difference that made. And this is why sometimes we need someone aside to help us. Right. Because we can't see, we're too close to it. Right. We can't see it. Do you feel that um, people that do, look, so you said, like, what do you do? Kathy, you would ask, what do you do afterwards? You know, when you, you do your thing afterwards, cleansing or whatever. Do you feel people that do energy work need clearing more? Um, maybe not more, but certainly they have to be more disciplined about it. Consistently. Yeah, yes. consistent. They need to be more consistent. Yeah, about okay. It. Certainly okay. after a reading, but but again, we have the atmospheric energy um, and, and people that are empath are processing other people's energy. Yes. So depending on, on what you're doing, you have to be mindful of, the state your body is in and your mind and your emotions. And it's like, is this mine or is it somebody else's? Right. You know, what's going on here? And then you can, yeah. if it's yours, then you need to delve into it. If it's not yours, you need to release it. And the yeah. easiest way to release is through the breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do too. That's my yeah. go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was awesome, Janine. Really? I'm glad. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so good. Just it's like so funny when we get these little nuggets like like I know we're not on video but there's always a pen in my hand and I'm ferociously scribbling on like paper of like ooh 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 cuz to me kind of like you know what we said before about you going to like workshops and how we go and we take these little pieces of paper or whatever and most of the time the podcasts are little workshops for me when we have guests. Like ooh, I'm going to take that. Ooh, I'm going to take that. Ooh, that's cool. Right. That's cool. So I love yeah. that. Gosh, I love it. Thank you so much, Janine. Yeah, well, thank, you. thank you. Fascinating. Any, you guys have any other questions? No. Do you think we covered everything, Janine, that somebody might need to know? Or can you think of anything else that we didn't ask a million questions about? <laughs> I think the most important thing for people is to be mindful of what is happening. Yeah. What's happening, what's happening out there and what's happening within and to be able to separate the two. Yep. Yeah, that is the key, right? Yeah, yeah. Because when we take on the world's, we're not designed to take on the world's problems. Right. Yeah, yeah, I love that word separation. And I love the word, you know, because separation space. And that's kind of something that I've been working on, like actually trying to stop and take that space to ask that question that you said, Janine, is that mine or is that somebody else's? Right, right. And, and that, and it, and it is like, to me, it has to be, to use the other word, like, like disciplined to do that. Like, oh, that's not mine. Right. I'm going to, you know, let that go for me or breathe it out or, or, or.
or do whatever. I think if people did that, just that piece alone would make a difference in their lives. Right. Right. You know, because and then you make a difference in your life. It it different. It makes a difference to everybody around you. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we forget as women sometimes that our main focus should be to take care of ourselves. Right. Because we can't be there for anybody else Mm -hmm. unless we do that. Right. Um, But society has a different take on that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Buy in sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, this is great. Um, thank you for coming, Janine. Janine's information will be up on the Psychic Wives website as usual if you want to contact her, which I highly recommend. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you know, give yourself the gift of, of trying to rebalance, um, you know, to, uh, to move forward. So thank you, um, Janine, as usual, so everybody. You can find us um, on Apple or Spotify. And obviously you have if you're listening. Um, we still have the Facebook page. We haven't been too active on Facebook. We know that, but if you want to reach us, um, you can certainly reach us, um, at the psychic wives on Facebook. And did I miss anything? The psychicwives.com. See, I am so rusty. I apologize for the (laughs) beginning. You know, it's June. We're moving into summer. We're getting (laughs) lazy, whatever. (laughs) Well, thank you all for listening. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, oh it was great. It was great. It was great. So until next time, be well and be kind. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.